It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night. This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Hollywood Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Hollywood, how's it going? Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> the tacos hit different out here, dude. <laughs> what you gonna do when Tom's Cali vibes go wild on you, brother? I don't know why I thought you would do anything but a Hulk Hogan impression uh, yeah, exactly. when I called you Hollywood Tom Powell. That's fair. That is fair. Um, there's just, like, so many other people from Hollywood that you could have referenced. Oh, my Tom Maniacs, no, brother. <laughs> But Sundays are when, or sometimes Mondays are when you tune in to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night, Jack? Oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, Mondays, uh, we are probably going to have to do a Marquesas Monday next week because it is Memorial Day and I'm going to be out of town on Sunday. What you going to do when Marquesas Monday runs wild on you, brother? Today is, of course, a Survivor Sunday, though. Everybody's favorite day of the week because we don't have to go to work. We only have to go to church. And this podcast is church. Am I right, Hulk? Uh, yeah, brother. <laughs> Say your prayers <laughs> to Jeff Probst, dude. All right. Eat your vitamins, drink your milk. Hollywood Tom Powell, I got a question for you, and that question is, did you watch Survivor 42 last night? Oh, you know it, brother. Uh, no, you're actually going to have to keep the Hulk Hogan impression no, up not, the whole time. As so long as you are already, residing in Hollywood. Suffering. My voice is not at 100% from... Uh, it's always fun coming back from a concert... And then the following morning, be like, oh, yeah, I was yelling a lot. <laughs> I can't do my resident Hulk Hogan impression. <laughs> yeah, it makes it easier, honestly, but yeah. uh, it, it definitely doesn't help my voice, I don't think. Yeah, that was great. Uh, this week's episode was called Caterpillar to a Butterfly. What did you think of this episode title? Oh, but it was good. I wonder I who it was in reference to. Omer. Didn't, didn't Marianne say it's, a, it's Omer? Yes. Okay. Well, I... I don't know why you... Oh, whatever. Uh, Lindsay is... I was being facetious. Okay. That's fun. Lindsay... We're off to a great start. We're getting snippy. I'm trying to bring Cali vibes to this podcast. I'm not trying to be snippy. I only bring Chicago vibes uh, to this podcast. Bring this bad, combative Midwest energy to this podcast. (laughs) Midwest nice. How about Midwest mean? That's what they call Chicago. Get some crystals over there. Dude, you know what? Crystals are great. I don't know why people make fun of people who collect crystals they're nice to look at i think they look nice if you can if you collect crystals because you think they're nice to look at i'm into it it's if you think that they do anything that i have a problem with it yeah here's what they do be decoration they're really good at doing that that's not what people that's not why a lot of these people have them oh well okay apparently i'm not a lot of if you have crystals and i said this people and you were bad it's fine they are nice to look at yeah they are they're nice to look at i'm gonna go get some crystals after this because I like to look at them. Or just go to a crystal we're, store. We're in fucking woo-woo shit capital out here, so I'm going oh, yeah. to be running into Thomas, it everywhere you, I go. Will you bring me back some crystals from California? Some yeah. California crystals? They, they actually execute you. If you steal any of California's crystals, They if they intercept you at the border, you're dead. And they're right to do so. Okay, so... That's where all the vibes come from. <laughs> Lindsay is planning on using her amulet at the next travel because it expires afterwards. Omer says things went perfectly and gives Mike the idol back and then wants to separate Michael and Jonathor before the next vote. That's a, that's a good plan, Omer. Really good plan. I don't know if it's that, like, I guess if you were 
trying to neutralize the two of them, it wouldn't be a, a good plan because I think they make very bad decisions together. But, uh, yeah, if you want to go with one of them to the end, you definitely want to separate them. Well, wasn't his idea to neutralize the two, the, their alliance so that he could get one of them out? I guess. I don't know. I mean, I think letting them just do their thing isn't the worst idea because they will vote out people who aren't threats. Yeah. Uh, Mike talks to Marianne about taking out Omer next. And Marianne then tells Mike about her extra vote. Then she goes over and tells Omer and uh, that Mike is paranoid. Um, Lindsay wants Jonathan out. Jonathan and Mike are discussing and targeting Omer. And then Omer walks up on them. Man, it really, it felt obvious at this point, like Omer is going home this episode, right? I mean, it did until it didn't mm. because there was a way for him not to. Yep. Yeah. Kind of uh, screwed his whole game up this week. Uh, Jonathan realizes what a good game Omer and Lindsay are playing. Fine episode for Jonathan. I don't know. Okay, so let's talk about this. For yeah, well, what? I mean, was it though? Yeah. He was trying to vote Romeo out. <laughs> Yeah. Why? Why would you do that? Um, There's under no circumstances should you vote Romeo out. Take him to the end. I, I don't remember his reasoning for wanting to do that, but it seemed sound at the time. I don't know. No, it didn't. Yeah, I don't know. You are 100% wrong about that. <laughs> uh, so at this reward challenge, they have to unspool some rope, run over a net, balance beam, and then do a puzzle. Woohoo! We love the challenges. As soon as I heard puzzle, I stopped paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the winners get to choose. This is like a Kid Nation challenge. They get to choose between chicken and veggies and cookies and chocolate cake. If they were on, if this, if this reward was on Kid Nation, what do you think they, the kids would have taken? Uh, I think the kids probably would have taken the cookies and the, the chocolate cake. Do, do do you think so, really? Because I feel like a lot of those kids always made the more practical they decision. They always got guilted into picking the safe one. Yeah, well, I I guess so. But like they they always they I feel like they would have gone for the chicken and veggies. So they're like it'd be more sustainable. It would be better for us. What was the? It's the right choice. What was the redhead girl? What was the redhead girl's name? Who was the leader? A bunch. Oh, uh, was it Laurel? I think so. I think she. Would have been like, you guys, you know, chicken has a lot of protein. Yeah. Guys, we got to uh, get more nourishment. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do a Boston accent. It's close enough. So, Omer wins. And this was very exciting for him. And then he talks about his niece, and Jeff asks what her name is. And he tells her, and then he says, here's to all the other eight, nine, ten years out there, uh, Remember to push yourselves, push yourselves to your limit or something. I genuinely thought he was going to be like to all the eight, nine and 10 year olds. We're trying something new. (laughs) (laughs) If you go to a cool school, we can get you on Survivor. It's like, but yeah, why don't we have any 10 year olds on Survivor? Remember a couple of years ago when I said 16 and 17 year olds should apply and it went horribly. I got only bad press for it. What if we went even younger? What if we have the age? <laughs> yeah. What are the problems? We didn't go far enough. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the uh, the winner is Omar, and he takes the chocolate and cookies, and then he brings Romeo, Marianne, and Mike. Well, how did you feel about them um, 
allowing him to take more people for the chocolate and cookies over the chicken and veggies? Uh, I mean, I think it was definitely, I liked the idea of there being like a trade off because it was pretty obvious what you should take. Like you don't want to, you'd much rather go into, uh, an immunity challenge eating something that will sustain you as opposed to just sugar. Yeah. As a diabetic, Jeffrey, you know, representation matters as a diabetic. I would have said no, thank you to that chocolate cake and cookies because feel like my blood sugar would be very hard to maintain on that island. Chicken and veggies, yeah. almost put, no carbs in that. Chocolate cake and cookies, lots. Oh, my God. Days yeah. in bed because my stomach hurts so bad. That being said, I still it, eat uh, shit like that all the time. I have a whole box of Cheez-Its next to me that I'm really excited to open up after we're done recording this. Can't wait to fuck yourself up with those. Oh, um, yeah. And remember those Ben and Jerry bites I mentioned last week? Oh, yeah. Still got a few of those. What kind are they? Okie uh, dough. Oh, okay. Yeah, something like that. I feel like that's good for the bites. I feel like the problem with cookie dough ice cream for me is that after I eat a whole thing of it, it feels like too much. Yeah, and the raw eggs in it. I don't know how they got away with putting raw eggs in ice cream, but I think it's tasty. They're definitely using the like fake cookie dough, right? They're using the kind that doesn't. No, Thomas, I found real yolk in there. I found real yellow runny yolk in my frozen ice yeah. cream food. <laughs> it was just going all over the place. It was fucked up. But honestly, it did give me some good protein to uh, survive on the island of Survivor. You just went and you... Uh, it, it actually did provide me good nourishment when I went inside of it and ate it as I grew. Do a strong, healthy chick. Yeah. Uh, I actually ate 18 Ben and Jerry bites every morning that have yolk in them. Uh, you're like you're like Jonathan. I'm like, you just eat, yeah. But instead you of, just eat the uh, the the bites instead of eggs, it's ice cream bites. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to say, so we're just going to move on. Uh, but it was going to oh, be I, really I was, funny. I was going to say okay that um, I I I like the trade off of of making it like a value proposition between the two when there's an obvious choice, but like also you know come on, just let him let him eat something decent. <laughs> Yeah, I would love, Thomas, I would love to see you go on Survivor and every time Jeff reveals a reward, you don't like, you just go, Jeff, come on, you can do better than this. Honestly, for me, I think I maybe still would have picked the chicken and veggies. I would have been like, look, I'm sorry, I'm not fucking eating cake before a challenge. Like, I'm just not doing that. I'm going to block up my whole system when I haven't eaten anything for three straight weeks with this chocolate cake. Uh, I do love a dense chocolate cake, though. Yeah. Fucking falling asleep during a challenge after eating, like, <laughs> six pieces of cake. I would just, like, in the middle of the challenge, be like, Jeff, I'm actually going to quit. I'm going to take a nap on the sit-out bench. <laughs> take a quick five here. Uh, I'm just going to lay down for a second. <laughs> Call me in a couple hours when uh, my blood sugar is back in range. Okay, so Omer has left Jonathor uh, without the reward to deprive him of energy. I think that's a really good plan of, for Omer. It makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I mean, he's most dangerous as a physical competitor, so if you can if you can make him tired all the time, that's, that's a, definitely an advantage in your favor. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan recognizes that he and Lindsay are both trying to fool each other when they're the only ones at camp. Uh, this was a fun scene, I suppose. I don't know. How, how, 
how do you feel the Lindsay and Jonathan story is going to end? I imagine it's like the perfect setup for the final four fire making challenge. It could be. I think either she's going to maneuver to get him out before the final one or tribal. I could see it being them going up against each other and fire making, or I could see it being, they take each other to the end and Jonathan is confident he's going to win. And, uh, gets beaten because Lindsay is a, has a much better case. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay tells Mike that he is the next target after Jonathan. Mike tells Jonathan Marianne that Lindsay has an idol. And then uh, here, I wanted to get your opinion on this line too. Marianne says she's not just a goat to be herded. Goats aren't herded, right? That's sheep. You love the sheep. Yeah. Sheep are herded. Goats are, um, Goats are very independent. They they yeah. will not allow you to herd them. Hey, just like Marianne. So maybe she's more of a goat than she realized. Greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. I'm not I'm not gonna comment on that. Oh my god. At the immunity challenge, they have to race over some obstacles and then a bridge and then build a staircase, and then there's also a table maze. Perfect challenge. Can't no complaints, no notes. We love challenges like this. Honestly, I mean, for, for the, like, multi-part challenge, I, I do really like the table mazes, and I like the thing where they put the they have to build the steps. So this was good. I liked it. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I genuinely, uh, I think the building of the staircase is always kind of fun uh, because it feels like something I could do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's it a puzzle like a I could figure out. <laughs> yeah. Seems like something you do on, like, field day at school. Yes, Absolutely. More challenges need to feel like field day. Um, once again, it comes down to Jonathan and Lindsay. But this time, Lindsay wins. So, how's that? Pretty exciting stuff, huh? Lindsay's got a real good shot. She's got yep. as good a shot as anybody to win this thing. I think so. I think you're right. I, yeah, I'm, I'm worried for her, uh, going forward, but yeah, I could definitely see her winning if she made it to the end. Uh, back at camp, Jonathan says his plan is to vote for Romeo, which we already discussed is a very good plan and makes a lot of sense. Omer assures Mike that the vote is for Jonathan. Lindsay doesn't want to play her idol for fear of it going back into circulation. This didn't make sense to me. You know it's not going to. You know it expires at six. It's a special one. This didn't make any sense to me either. I think it must have been like she just said that to get Omer off her case about it or something. Like, that's the only explanation that makes sense to me. I guess if you don't really want to bring him with you, maybe that would be the way for it. But, like, she was kind of allying with him, so I don't know why you wouldn't protect him in that situation. Maybe she realized where the vote was going and didn't want to stop that from happening, but also didn't want to be a part of it. I don't know. Uh, Marianne wants to take out Omer, but Mike now does not want to go around with it. Even though in the beginning of the episode, he was like, we need to tow it Omer. Dumb, Mike. He got talked out of it by, like, that's the thing with Mike. It's like, I, I think Mike is a really good social player. And uh, the reason for that is he, like, actually listens to people. He's open to a lot of things. And the problem is that when you put him with Jonathan, he's open to Jonathan's dumb ideas. Yeah. Uh, Marianne tells Romeo that it's Omer. Marianne tells Jonathan and Mike. But Jonathan is now worried, too. 
people just always worried, you know? People just always worried. People are always worried. ABW, always be worried. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, before we talk about this travel council, which was fantastic, I gotta say, let's discuss these wildlife shots. Not too many this week. Uh, there was snake and there was a jumping fish. Uh, a big, big school of jumping fish. Perhaps they were flying fish, you might even say. Um, Thomas, we discussed before uh, starting recording. I did forget to look up bees. So this is a improvised wildlife shots where I'm just going to pick out fun information from the Wikipedia article as I look it over. Uh, also known as flying fish or flying cod. Um, there's 64 species of flying ones. While they cannot fly in the same way a bird does, flying fish can make a powerful, self-propelled leaps out of the water where their long, wing-like fins enable gliding for considerable distances above the water's surface. The main reason is thought to exist the main reason this behavior is exhibited is thought to be to escape underwater predators such as swordfish, mackerel, tuna, marlin, and others. Uh, <laughs> although their periods of flight expose them to attack by avian predators. Oh, man, how awesome would it be to see, like, a pelican swoop down and just grab one? Very awesome. Very awesome, indeed. Um, so there's a bunch of different versions. Uh, flying fish live in all the oceans, except none of them. Uh... They feed on plankton. Dolphins, tuna, marlin, birds, squid, and porpoises eat them. They, ooh, they can, how long do you think they can spend in flight? Um, I'm going to say one second. Try 45 times harder. 45 seconds? Mm Mm-hmm. The previous record was 42 seconds. But as of 2008, it's 45 so long, and thanks for all the flying fish. We got there. That's ugh, just in time, too. The season's almost over. Perfect. Uh, okay, they, uh, they can... Um, let me start reading the sentence at the beginning. The flights of flying fish are typically around 160 feet. Wow. Though they can use updrafts at the leading edge of the waves to cover distances up to 1,300 feet. They can travel at speeds of 43 miles an hour. Wikipedia cannot lie. It's against the law. There has to have been a situation where somebody was just like sitting on a boat and got hit by a flying fish at like a billion miles an hour and was killed instantly. The Randy Johnson of flying fish. Yeah. You were the bird. You're the bird in this situation. You're the bird in this situation. You died. (laughs) Um, how far into the sky do you think these flying fish could fly? I'm going to say up to 100 feet. Uh, you're trying about five times too hard, Thomas. Okay, up to 20 feet. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they often, you were just discussing this, often accidentally land on the decks of smaller vessels. I'm not surprised to hear that at all. It seems like a very likely thing to happen. Yeah. Uh, they are commercially fished in Japan, Vietnam, and China, Indonesia, and India. Um, 
They're important in Barbados. And uh, that's the end of the Wikipedia article. So I, I don't know how they would range, if they're in range of whatever. What do we say? Uh, the IUCN Red List? Is that the one? Um, yeah. So are they, are they of least concern? Well, I'm, I'm trying to find a specific one. Uh, this one is... This one may be the one we saw. Uh, it is the Fodiator Actitis. I'm so sorry to all the fish people listening. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, and it yeah. is... And all fans of Latin. It is of least concern. So I'm going to put that on all of the fish that fly. Least concern. So that's good to hear. They can't be attacked. They just fly away. Exactly. Least concern. At Tribal Council, Jeff says he can feel the intensity. Good shit. Mike says that this part of the game is way past calculus. You know I love that because I hate math. Uh, Romeo says the dynamic of the game is changing. Nice to hear from Romeo at a tribal council, huh? I love every single tribal that we have, stuff like this. Actually, this season is like we're really like innovating new ways to do the tribal council. Um, yeah, like putting subtitles on... <laughs> During live tribals and not having as many live tribals. Uh, Lindsay says she's... That's been a relief. I, I haven't know, really right? noticed it enough to complain about it this year, so that's a exactly. huge relief. Yeah, they, uh, apparently they do listen to us. Jeff listens to us occasionally. Uh, Lindsay says she feels confident in tonight's vote. And remember, up to this point, Lindsay has voted correctly 100% of the time. And she's feeling confident. Omer says he's feeling survivor confident. I loved this line. This was great. Yeah, this this was like, is Omer listening to the, does he listen to the pod? I, I honestly, I wondered. I was like, we talk about this honestly, all the I, time. I really, I need, I kind of hope not because it would break our streak. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, everybody who has played Survivor and listened to this podcast has gone on to win and uh, it's happened twice. So, you know, it's not coincidence. Adam Klein, Wendell Holland, and perhaps Omer, but maybe he'll win in a future season. Uh, Jonathan says somebody's got to be lying because that's the nature of the game. Marianne says you can no longer have a clean sweep in this game because you have to look out for idols. Otherwise, the person who plays the idol chooses who goes. Now, Thomas, tell me if this didn't seem like foreshadowing. It very much did. So they vote. Jonathan gets two votes. Romeo gets two votes. And Omer gets two votes, and then one extra vote from Marianne to make three votes. And that's enough to be voted out. And he turned to Marianne and said, did you do it? And she said, I did. And had, they both had the biggest grin on their face. Man, what a great cast. Everybody's such a good yeah. sport. Yeah, this has been fun to watch. Everybody is. It just sucks when people are super bitter about it. Yeah. I, don't, I this, is, this is much more palatable to me. I agree. Uh, so, new segment for Survivor 42. We do have to deem somebody not annoying and annoying. So, first off, who was not annoying this episode? I've got my vote in. And we should include Jeff I can't, in this. I can't say... I can't. I'm just realizing we've never <laughs> deemed Jeff annoying or not annoying. Oh, Jeff, but he's Jeff on has every been episode. annoying every single episode of this season, <laughs> so Jeff. Not annoying, um... I would say, also I would say, like, it was a really good episode for Marianne. Marianne was being annoying. Just the thing wow. on the challenge where she was, like, spinning around, that's, uh, 
Too much. Oh my god. It felt like production was hanging her on. Wow. Um, Marianne was gonna be my but, vote for not annoyed. <laughs> so she no, she's off being really annoying good I don't know what I don't I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, um, okay. I would say uh Romeo was not annoying this week. Okay. Um I would say who was annoying? Let me I gotta think about it before I deem anybody. Other than Jeff, obviously, Jeff wins every season. Jeff was being annoying. Episode. Jeff was on one. <laughs> he always is. Drop the one, add 42. He was, Jeff was on 42. I like that face that he made where he's doing, it was actually very funny when oh, he was yeah. doing the, the, like, Marianne and Ted's face. Somebody said on my website, Survivor Reddit, that that is the monster. <laughs> you know the monster you know he's always was, talking about? Yeah, that is, that is the monster. Also, I was thinking about it, speaking of monsters on islands, yeah. and he's not, like, evil, but I, I do think now uh, that Omer is gone, I, I want to say there's a little bit of Ben Linus energy to him. Oh, yeah, 100. I could absolutely see that. Absolutely. Oh, did I tell you I watched another episode of Lost this week? Um, I uh, It was one of the Taily ones where it's a lot of Anna Lucia. Uh, <coughs> yeah, Ben Linus hasn't shown up yet. Uh which I'm really bummed out about because that really that really injected some new blood into that show. Anyway, this is our Lost podcast. Oh, also bad news about the Lost Patreon show, Thomas. Um, the amount of money we put on it turned <laughs> they out, won't let you do. They won't turned let you out it was that. too much. <laughs> it's unbelievable. They won't let you charge hundred hundred million dollars a month. The maximum you can request from your patrons is one and a half million dollars. I can't believe that you can even request one and a half million dollars. Well, I mean, how, when would that ever happen? How else are you supposed to get the Obamas to host your show? That's <laughs> true. You really do need a lot of money there. Um, okay, <laughs> who was annoying? Who was annoying? Uh, I guess. I guess Jonathan and Mike for like not going along with Marianne's plan immediately, but that's all I that's all I got. Like they're doing a really good job of not being annoying anymore. Everybody. Yeah, it was not a, an exceptionally annoying week. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we now have three people tied for first, but zero people who have voted correctly a hundred percent of the time. Who is in first place now? I would say Lindsay and Jonathan are probably still in first. They are in first, but somebody else has creeped up into the first position as well. Is it Marianne? It is. She increased her voting percentage by three points, so now all three of them are at 86%. Who's in fourth? Probably Mike. Yep. He dropped 11 points. He's now at 75%. And guess what happened? Romeo's in last. Oh, Romeo. He, Romeo's in last. He had the greatest point increase with seven points. He is now voted correctly at half of the tribal councils yet to attend dinner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, you know, 50%. He's, <laughs> easy. he's going 500 right now. Shame yeah. in that. If you were a baseball player, that'd be really good. <laughs> yeah, that would be like, yeah, you'd set a record. <laughs> it's almost the end of the season and he's still hitting at 500. Uh, okay, so last week you had 33 points. I had 35. We've both lost the people we picked at the merge. RIP to them. Uh, I said Marianne would win reward, and she did. You said Lindsay would. She did not. But you said cookies would be on the reward. So you got a point for that. I said a shower would be there. I did say there. cookies. I couldn't remember what I said. Yeah, I was really bummed out when they picked the cookies. 
Uh, that was the other reason I wanted them to ship big chicken and veggies. Uh, the East immunity challenge. You said Lindsay would win. I said Jonathan would win. It did come down to those two, but Lindsay won, so you got a point for that. You said Jonathan would be voted out. I said Omer. He was in fact voted out. So it is now. And I wish that they would have. I wish that Mike would have just voted Jonathan out. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it's now thirty-five points to thirty-seven points. I've got a two-point lead on you headed into the final episode. So. What are we what are we doing? Who is gonna win reward within the final episode of Survivor 42? I will say Lindsay is going to ruin win reward. That's a good answer. I will say Mike wins reward. What will the reward be? Yeah, what would they do at this point? Can't say the breakfast because you know they're gonna do the. They always do the. You can before you, the final tribal. You can say something that's gonna be within the breakfast though. I think that's fair. I'll say they're gonna get eggs at some point. How many though? You know Jonathan needs a lot. Eight, 18. 18 eggs. All you can eat. Jonathan can eat as many. He'll eat. Uh, he'll eat like forty hard boiled eggs, like in Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. Uh, I am going to say they get to take a shower. If it's ever going to happen, it's going to be this week. Yeah, this would be the time to, to get it. Uh, who's going to win immunity in the final episode? Ooh, do you think they're going to bring some motion back? I hope so. I'm going to say Lindsay. I'm picking, I think that Lindsay is going to run the table on, uh, on eliminations to ensure her spot in the final mm. tribal. I like that. Um, I will say... Jonathan, I guess. I don't know. It's a good, it's a good bet. Now it comes down to it. Now here's where the points really come into play. Who is taking fifth place? I think Jonathan is going to take fifth. Really? Okay. I think mm, it can't be Mike and it can't be Marianne. It's gotta. I gotta say Romeo. Who will take fourth? Fourth, I am going to say Marianne. Wow. Okay. Uh, I will say I'm trying to decide who's better at fire, Lindsay and Jonathan. I feel like it's Lin- it's got to be Lindsay versus Jonathan in Final Four Fire. Uh. I will say Lindsay loses fire and takes fourth place. He's second. She does have a very strong fourth place could have won finisher vibe. I hope that's not the case. Yeah. Who's taking third place? Romeo. I'll say Jonathan. Who's taking second? This is tough because I put myself in a position with two people with very strong cases to win. Yeah, that's the game of Survivor, buddy. In this scenario, though, Lindsay won out to stay in, so I'm going to say Mike finishes a strong second and Lindsay finishes first. I was also going to say Mike takes second and Marianne wins. It's just been, you know, she's she's been on... I think Marianne has had the the most upward trajectory of anybody in the game. Like everybody else kind of like 
waivers. Like, Romeo was really strong in the start and then kind of, like, petered out in recent episodes. Lindsay was pretty quiet, and then she, like, got really big in the middle. Jonathan has always been kind of, like, steady, but not, like, a threat at all. Uh, And also, he did kind of be a little racist that one time. And then Mike, like, Mike's kind of... I don't know. People have been saying Mike's going to be getting more of a villain edit in these last couple episodes. I don't think that's true at all. I mean, I think he kind of made bad choices this time around, but not in a way that really hurt anybody. And, like, I think... I think that they need to edit something in there to make it seem that way because otherwise I think the problem with both of ours potentially is that it, if Mike makes it into the final three and this might be the reason to try and make sure that he doesn't under any circumstances, he is so likable that it might not matter what case he runs up against. Yeah, Everyone loves him. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I'm very excited to see what happens. I, I would love to see him win. I, like, I think I would not be mad if he won, honestly. Yeah, I think the three that I would be fine with winning are pretty obvious. I think that Mike, Lindsay, and Marianne all have very good cases. Yes, I would. I think agree. I would probably Marianne would be the third preference there, just because like I think she's got a terrific case and she's a great player. I just she's a little annoying. So, <laughs> but I would be. I would be totally fine with her win. I think that she is absolutely deserving with the game that she's played thus far. Um, we, and then, like, Jonathan, I just don't think... Even even with the way he's voted and even with the way that he's played physically, I just... He's just... He, he just doesn't feel on top it's not of the there. game. He, it's not there. Like, yeah. he doesn't... The case is not there for him. Yeah, and he is not... He is not the most articulate communicator. Yeah, he's not going to... And that's the thing, is even, I think he's not going to be able to shape it into a good case. I just yeah. don't think he's, you're like you said, I don't think he's good at, at, you know, uh, articulating why he's yeah. uh, played a good game. Like he was, and then Romeo, there's just like, I like Romeo, but Romeo, there's no case to be made. Like Lil anymore. Romeo, like Mike, was it, was it little Romeo and Mike, Mike? It, it was little Romeo. <laughs> Jakey, likey little Romeo. Okay. Or wasn't it? Might have been Bow Wow. I honestly don't remember. I haven't watched that movie in so long. I think it was. No, you know what? I think it was Little Romeo, but I'm going to check. This is Tom's IMDb corner. I know Jesse Plemons was in it. That's I, I've sure. seen that now. That's great. I didn't I didn't remember he was in that. Oh, yeah. He plays like it uh, was somebody wow. on the. It was it was Bow Wow. Is that who we said? No, no we said Little Romeo. It was Romeo. Between him and Little Romeo. I would love to see. Either one of them on a future season of Survivor. Uh, Little Mike, Little Mike, like Mike, great film. Everybody loves it. American classic. Um, so that's we're preparing for the finale of Survivor 42 this week. But that's not the only TV show that's on these days, is it, Thomas? There's also a program no. on Paramount Plus called The Challenge All-Stars 3. Thomas, did you watch The Challenge All-Stars 3 yet? I didn't. I don't know why. It's uh, good. They played a game called Playing Dirty. What are the rules to that game? I don't really remember. I had it on in the background while playing The Sims. But they got dirty. Kayla, John A., Sylvia, Brad, Derek, and Jordan became the authority. Isn't that exciting? MJ and Veronica came in last and had to go into elimination. Then Kendall and Cyrus were voted in. But then Tina broke her hand, so she had to leave the game, so the women didn't have their elimination. 
And then Cyrus lost in a game called Wait Up. Again, what were the rules? Don't remember. Didn't watch it. Oh, they had to smash through a wall with a hammer or something. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And then Jimmy had to leave because her dad is really sick. So that's what's happened on the challenge. All-Stars oh, 3. Uh, do you feel like you're missing out yet? No. Okay. Well, Thomas, where can people follow you on Twitter? Follow me at Tom. Uh, if you want to see what I'm doing out here, I'm here in California till Friday. I'll be doing stuff. Uh, probably not posting as much just because I'm having fun. Wow. I feel like I'm... Because I have a life, okay? Okay. That's great. Um, I am going to stay here in Chicago and not go on vacation like my other two uh, Wordle brethren are. Same same weeks, you guys are gone. Oh, is Ian still in Italy? Yeah, he's still in Italy. Uh, don't even know if he's listening but to the podcast at this time. point. Uh, yeah, he probably is. I'm stuck in fucking Chicago where it is either very nice or cold and rainy, and I never know until the day of. It's obnoxious, and I hate it. Burn it down again. I'm kidding, of course. I would never. It would never happen again because we do have a mayor. Leave the Portillos. Leave the Portillos. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at DYWSLN. That's the initials of the show. Um, we're also on Instagram at The Only Survivor Podcast if you want to check that out. You can also do that. Um, after next week, we are going to be watching the next off season and the off season. And it is going to be, have we announced this yet, Thomas? I don't think we have. Uh, follow up question. Do you remember what we're doing in the off season? I, I, I sure don't. Survivor. We're going to do survivor Guatemala after 42 is over. But before that, I think we'll have one week off between 42 and Guatemala. And I believe the plan is to do a simulated season. That's going to be very fun. I put together a uh, potential cast list, Thomas, this week. uh, And it looks very fun. So I'm excited to tell everybody listening about that next week. It is Somewhat related to Survivor 42. Huh. I just got another idea, actually. Tune in to find out. Tune in to find out. Uh, we'll, we'll tell you more about it next week, because next week is the finale of Survivor 42, and I can't wait to watch it. Uh, we have a few shows on Patreon also that are affordable and fun, and you can listen to them. Thomas, give give one of the many shows a shout-out. Um... Let's say uh, Justin Sink. I feel like we haven't plugged that one in a while. Yeah, Justin Sink is very good in which we talk about the NSYNC properties of entertainment. Uh, do you want to thank the fans? I do want to thank the, the, the listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I was thinking about if we ever wanted to do a more specific uh, podcast in the theme of Just Justin and Just in Sync, we could do Just Justin in, in Sync. And that's where we only focus on the verses of Justin Timberlake. We only talk about Justin's verses. That seems like a really complicated <laughs> idea. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, on, I'm on board. Yeah, you know, if I think it could be a sequel once we run out of uh, content. Yeah. Or, um, so what, 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 um, what do they write if they want to write a review? This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. 
Uh, and what if they do uh, it on Spotify? Yeah, and then also at the end of a Spotify one, say, uh, I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped. And but my voice is really... I, I don't know if I said this on mic, but I went to a, a festival last night. My voice is fucked from all the yelling. Great. Uh, but I got to see Interpol, so, you know, worth it. Uh, well, I hope you continue to enjoy the Hollywood streets and the lights there and... Uh, See you in a... Ooh, Thomas, can you say, like Desmond says in Lost, see you in another life, brother, but do it like Hulk Hogan? <laughs> see you in another life, brother. <laughs> Have a great summer. <laughs> Dude, sis. Thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We tried to warn you all, but oh dear. You may not share our intellect, which might explain your disrespect. For all the natural wonders that grow around you So long, so long, and thanks for all of it In this house we believe black lives matter Women's rights are human rights No human is illegal Science is real Love is love Kindness is everything That's really great And then it looks like a website at the bottom I can't read that. What if you had a custom one of those that just had like one of them? It was the opposite. Like they were like, you know, it was like in this house, we believe like uh, black lives matter. Love is love. And then it was just like, and a woman's place is in the kitchen. Like, come on, (laughs) let's not go crazy here. (laughs) Why is everyone so mad at me? Everyone keeps yelling at me whenever I come out. Everybody's got these signs up. I I just got mine with my beliefs on it. What's wrong? (laughs) When everyone else does it, it's very intolerant about my misogyny. Excuse me, women are good cooks. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry that you don't think that uh, women are good chefs. It's actually or, sexist or have the of you. For it. You know, actually, like head chefs are a, a male-dominated profession, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just saying that I think that they should have more leadership in the kitchen. I'm so, trying to uh, rise actually, up, you're raise the one up that women. Has a <laughs> I'm trying to raise up women in the kitchen <laughs> so that they can be uh, chefs, and we can pay them equal wages. Yeah, I was saying that I want wanted the, the women to make me a sandwich because I thought that it would probably be really good and I want to appreciate their talent. I don't know what you were saying. Smarten up, probes. <laughs> <laughs>